The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to CRO Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to get into the weeds to help you optimize your most important marketing asset, your website. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses the tools and tactics you should implement to optimize the heck out of your web traffic. Joining us today is Paresh Mandian and Ashwin Gupta, who run the marketing department at VWO, which is both a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast and the world's leading web testing and experience optimization platform that enables growing businesses to conduct qualitative and quantitative visitor research, build an experimentation roadmap, and run continuous experiments on their digital properties. So far this week, we've talked about building an effective CRO and experience optimization strategy. And today we're going to talk about how you can best observe your user's behavior on your website. Here's the second installment of CRO Week with Paresh Mandian and Ashwin Gupta from VWO. Paresh, Ashwin, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Hi, Benjamin. How's it going? Good, good. Paresh, how are you doing too? Doing very well and great to be back. Great to have you both here. Excited to talk more CRO and as VWO puts it, experience optimization. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about the strategy behind building a plan for CRO and experience optimization. I think that this is a very intimidating topic. I have a website. I haven't done a lot of optimization. I don't know where to start. And as it turns out, we're going to talk about just that. How do you figure out where to start to understand what you should be optimizing? This is about observing your user behaviors. So Ashwin, why don't you start off? Tell me a little bit about what are some of the things you need to think about when you're starting to observe what's happening on your website. Yes, kind of continuing on the thread that I discussed yesterday to really understand who your customer segments are and try to recreate them in your analytics tool. For example, in VW, what people do is they create segments within VW Insights, and then they're able to look at the heat maps and visitor recordings of these users. Why this is important is that you know, you're able to kind of learn about a set of users and not just one user. And I'm telling you this by experience. Because I remember sometimes, you know, I end up looking at visitor recordings and I spend endless hours at times because I'm like, what's going on here and what's going on there? And why is this person behaving completely different than the other person? 
and you get so attached to it. And I think that's probably not a great exercise. You need to kind of look at it from a more bird eye view. And I think customer segments play a very important role there. Well, let me ask you a question about that. And I think it's a great strategy. The first thing you need to do is not just necessarily look at your web activity, not necessarily look at the traffic, but understand who you're looking at. Break your users into your segments. I think of my segments at the MarTech podcast as being marketing executives, operational directors, and then agencies or consultants. I don't really know how to look at my traffic and say what web visitor is in one of those segments. How do you define who is a segment? Should you be thinking about it from, in my case, what basically their job title or responsibility is? Or should I be looking at this as what marketing channel they came in from? I think what you need to look at is the hints or the evidence that you can collect about the user. So as you said, if a particular audience comes from a particular channel and that gives you an idea about who they are, I think that's something that you can look at. You may have particular pages or particular user journeys that different segments take. So you can have a look at that. Maybe a consultant is coming in and watching a particular podcast. So you can definitely use that as a filter and obviously the channels as well. So in your case, it's a bit difficult because you have like a lot of people also coming in organically and you'll probably not be able to completely figure out who they are. But if you can look at what are those key behavior evidence that can give you an insight about who they are, or even ask them. And this is the other extreme. So if you do not know what's going on or who the customer is, run a survey at particular points of the customer journey where they find value. So for example, someone who has listened to a podcast, run a survey and ask, how was the experience? So that is also a great way of collecting insights when you're not really sure about who's coming in and who's going out. And you do not have a lot of even behavior evidence that you can collect. So if that is the case, surveys become a really important tool to kind of understand what's going on with your end customer. I think that's a great tip is for brands like mine, where it's very difficult to try to figure out what segment someone is in, the easiest way to actually do your segmentation, ask them, run a survey, have a little pop-up come up at the bottom of the website and say, can you help us understand who you are? Are you a marketing executive, an operator, a consultant or agency or somebody in the other bucket? And that at least gives you some directional data to understand what those groups look like and what's driving them to your website. Right. I think it's also important to understand what drives value on your website. So like for VWO, you know, different products have different value for different customers. I think in your case, the kind of value that you're providing is information. And that means what you need to optimize is for, you know, a lot of people coming in and actually playing the podcast and finding relevant content as quickly as possible. So if you look at it from that perspective, I think maybe customer segments is not the most important part, but going from one step to the second step in the funnel is an important part. And if you're able to kind of zoom into that step and figure out where customers are dropping off and why they're dropping off through heat maps and visitor recordings and surveys, that is also a great starting point, giving another perspective of how you can kind of learn about your business. That's a great another way to think about it. And I'm sure there's multiple ways to skin the cat here where for some brands, they're thinking about, you know, maybe e-commerce brands, your segments matter a little bit more. Hey, this person is a marketing executive, so I need to be selling them higher price, more strategic products, or this person's an operator. I need to get them at an entry level trial product. For me running a content business, it does make sense to classify someone as 
uh, first-time visitor or a repeat visitor or a content consumer, somebody that is a subscriber because those relationships look a little different. I'm trying to drive somebody who's new to consume content, somebody who is already a subscriber. I want them to consume the show notes and to be engaged in the community. So Paresh, I'm going to turn this over to you. What's the next step? Talk to me about some of the tools that you can use to best understand and observe your customers. Sure. So I think Ashwin started talking about session recordings where he was mentioning you could record sessions and actually see session for each user. But he also talked about how it's important to just like segment them so that you don't, I mean, it's very difficult if you have a million visitors, you definitely can't view million sessions. But moving on to the second tool that we have is heat maps, right? So heat maps is a great way to really understand which areas of your website have a better traction compared to the other areas and why so. Let's say you have multiple CTAs on your podcast, right? So you have 20 podcasts listed. Each one has a play button. And once you see the heat map, you see there are only three of them that get the most traffic, most clicks. And then you also get to see how many of those clicks are actually completing to listen, uh, listen the entire podcast. So that information could be very valuable to understand what topic it is meeting with the traffic and stuff like that, right? So different areas for e-commerce, if there are like 20 products listed on the homepage, uh, the e-commerce store could look at which product is getting the most traction and accordingly change the experience for that segment. So that's another way where you could use heat maps and then start using that data to shape up the website versus just guessing what your users are really looking for. The next area is uh, on-page surveys, which again, Ashwin spoke about, of how you could ask your users through on-page surveys and get insights. The next bit is my favorite, actually, and unfortunately, it's probably the most least used tool amongst all marketers today, is something that we call form analytics. So form analytics is a great tool that gives you insights about how much time a particular segment is spending on each field on your form. Let's say you have a website which has five forms. Well, we all know that having less fields is better, but which fields is causing the friction where they are hesitating to fill in? So, you know, we get some great insights like which field, what percentage of people dropped off at which field, what percentage of people refilled a particular field. That means they have to think a lot about before filling that field. What percentage of visitors is spending uh, average of 20 seconds or 30 seconds on what field. So, you know, the form analytics is such an useful tool where it tells me what parts of the form I should optimize, right? So we were talking about page all this while, but now we are just talking about one little form on the website and changing stuff there could really mean 20, 30% increase in the form submission rate, which could be used for anyone. And then the last bit we have is usability reviews. So this is something where we empower our users to be able to submit their pages and get feedback from industry experts and external resources where, you know, they could just say that I want to get feedback on this page from 20 people, 30 people from different segments. They could define that and we could really get that done from them. So apart from these, I think one thing that Ashwin also spoke about is funnels understanding your journey, breaking down down into funnels, and then looking at the drop-off rate at each funnel or completion rate of each step within the funnel. That is another important tool that we have and we support. These are some of the ways and there is no right proportion of which tool to use when. I think it's a mix and match. It's a balance. It also should align to your goals. If your goal is more form submission, then form analytics works better. If your goal is end-to-end, uh, funnel optimization, funnel works better as if your goal is to get 
more external preview that works better so really you know i think to get the entire journey correct you need to mix and match use the right balance of these different tools that we have so i think that there's an important thing to think about here the, the first strategy is to understand which segment you're looking at for a content brand like mine, maybe it makes sense to start thinking about whether somebody is a new visitor, a content consumer, or a subscriber, or you look at them by job titles. It's, your segments are going to be different. And if you can't figure out who your segments are, you can always survey your users and try to segment them by just asking them to fill out the form. When you're starting to think about what the user's behaviors are, you can do heat maps to understanding what content on the page they're consuming, what's drawing their clicks. You can also do session recordings as well to get more of an understanding, to be able to see what their mouse is actually doing and understand where they're hovering or where they're spending their time. And most importantly, if you're thinking about optimizing the end of your funnel, really diving into what is distracting and what is driving drop-off in your form is an incredibly valuable tool as well. Ashwin, let me turn this back over to you. You know, I use Google Analytics to try to understand what's happening with my website, and it doesn't provide me the ability to do as much segmentation, or at least it's not very easy to do the segmentation. There's VWO, which combines all of these platforms into one place. And then there's a handful of other BI tools and analytics tools, some of them free, some of them not. How do you think about doing your segmentation and the difference between using a platform like VWO or cobbling together all of these tools? Because there are heat map tools and there are heat map tools and there are visitor recording and form analyst tools. What's the difference between using a platform and using the one-off toolkit? I think understanding your customer is an important bit. Obviously, Google Analytics can give you a certain level of information about your customer, but then if you need to deep dive further into it, I would recommend getting on a BI tool or a platform like VWO, where you're able to kind of understand this at a deeper level, and you're not just using basic demographic information that is there in a GA tool, but you're able to kind of have more understanding of the behavior also that they're doing on your website and use that to kind of also create segments, not just demographic data, but also behavior data. Or if you're going out for another tool, it'll be important to have integrations with multiple tools for the tool that you're selecting so that you can bring in information in one place and you can have a holistic view about who your customer is and you can create segments based on different parameters. Again, our both demographic and behavior data would be key. And that's what you should look for when you're looking at a tool that helps you understand your customers better. And I would suggest not to kind of go for a tool that does not give you that insight. It's okay if you're spending a bit there because customers is a very, very important bit. You need to love your customers. And if you love someone, if you want to spend a bit on them, I think it's a great investment. Love advice and conversion rate optimization advice with Ashwin Gupta on the MarTech podcast. <laughs> Any last bits of advice that you have in terms of observing your user's behavior? So I think what we have done is we have discussed about a lot of different ways that you can learn about your customers. But I think it's important to gather these insights in one place so that you can look at them holistically and really prioritize what ideas you should experiment with, what ideas you can actually implement directly. And having that in one place is very important because sometimes it's very easy to just collect information or just observe information and not do anything about it. So one thing that we have in our product suite is something called VWO Plan. What it does is whatever insights that you gather from heat maps, visitor recordings, funnels, 
any kind of information that you're finding about your customer, you can just feed it in there. And then once you have a collection of thoughts and you can tag them the way you like, based on customer segment, behavior, whatever, then you can look at all of these ideas holistically and have a deeper understanding of what your customers are doing. And then you can use that to you know, create a, an optimization roadmap for your business. So that is a great way of kind of not just looking at insights, but converting them into actionable items for your business. I think that's great advice. And my takeaway here is you can observe and observe and observe, and you can look at all of this data and collect it through the right practices. But if you don't actually take action, if you don't start testing, then you're just wasting your time, right? The understanding and knowledge of what's happening on your website is meaningless unless you're starting to test ways that you can tweak it and improve it. And so this is just the first step in terms of creating a great experience and doing conversion rate optimization. And in tomorrow's episode, we're going to continue this conversation, talk about how you can actually make some impact on your website. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Paresh Madian and Ashwin Gupta for joining us. If you'd like more of Paresh and Ashwin's tips for building an effective CRO and experience optimization strategy, we're going to publish an episode every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss how to effectively shape your users' experiences. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Paresh and Ashwin, you can click on the link to their LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send them a tweet. Their company's handle is VWO, or you can visit their company's website, which is VWO.com. Just one link in our show notes that I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you're listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com. We have summaries of all of our episodes. It has the contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our once a week newsletter to have our content delivered to your inbox. And if you're a subscriber to the MarTech podcast, we'd love to hear from you. We created benjshap.com slash question, where you can send us a topic suggestion or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Or you could just reach out to me on social media. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P on LinkedIn and on Twitter. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.